Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Pia Baranchini, and welcome to Everything is the Best, the podcast where I get vulnerable and make others do it with me. The goal here is to deep dive into interesting people's journeys, finding common denominators, and hopefully making you feel not so alone. So let's laugh, let's cry, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Mr. Baranchini. Good evening. Welcome back to the show. Good evening, everyone. Or good morning. Whatever time of day it is, David, you can't get this concept right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It, it feels like it's been a, a while. Well, everything's moving pretty slow. Time is slow. On top of it. Yeah. But it, it, it seems like a while that we're not here discussing about this. Discussing nice. relationships. It is nice. I enjoy this part of our life. I do. I do. The dogs are locked out of the room. Davide, quiet in here. Yeah. Davide lit a fire, not thinking that that would be an annoying noise to hear in the background it's of a charming. podcast. It's so. a sound. <laughs> and today, <laughs> we got a lot of questions. That's wonderful. Pretty it's excited. honestly like it's insane. It's so heartwarming. Okay, the first one is short. It made me cry when I first read it. So let's start from this one. How does one fall out of love with an unrequited love? Asking for a friend. I, I feel that people have been reading books about this and poems and Yeah. Like pretty much every piece of philosophy and Well not philosophy, every piece of romance. And romance. I mean, but I'm sure if you go checking on the yeah. beginning of the world, that's <laughs> something that people have been dealing with. Somebody told me once that if there is no pain on the other side, it means that... There was no love. Exactly. There wasn't love. And uh, there is, in my opinion, nothing worse. There, is, there are no worse feeling than... Un amore non corrisposto. I don't know how to say that in English, but it is... Unrequited. Nothing worse than unrequited love. I think if you look a little bit deeper... I'm sorry if I took the mic this... Sorry if I... No, please. Please. I think if you... Okay, let's put it this way. I've been experiencing that 
especially in a younger age, growing up. Yeah. Um, I think what it does help is taking a minute, taking a moment, and in that, how do you say it again, Amora? Unrequited. In that, I require it, um, love, and that I, I require a feeling, you will find the answer. You can't love somebody that doesn't love you. I mean, you I mean, can, yeah, but. <laughs> but it's not. It just takes time. And you don't know what's going to happen or what. I mean, it takes time. And I know that's a annoying response. Um, but, you know, I'll tell you this. When I was breaking up with my ex-boyfriend and I was sad, my friend kept saying, rejection is God's protection. She would say it over and over and over again. And love is a motherfucker and it makes you feel crazy. And you just got to like roll through it. It's like being hit by a wave. And the best way to survive being hit by a wave is like tumbling with the fucking wave and not panicking. So feel your feelings. Get drunk, eat a lot, write down some stuff, maybe send some texts you regret. You know, you got to go through that process. Time is, time is for sure. Because the, the best. time is the best thing because you're going to go best through, there's, medicine. you got to go through the stages. And then when you're at the other end of it, you're going to be like, oh my God, what the fuck was I doing? Because I'll also tell you this, which is like a very annoying thing. But the moment that you start letting go of it, other doors open. If you obsess over it and take too much time on something that is probably not meant to be, and that can be multiple reasons, just, you know, ego, which isn't a bad thing. It's very upsetting not understanding why somebody doesn't love you back. You know, it takes a long time to process those feelings. But I will tell you, if you can just start really feeling them and go through them the moment that... um the moment that they start going away, you'll see the other side. You will see the light and then you will be like, what the fuck was I thinking? And you might realize also that love is, I mean, I, I, I think I learned that it's way better to love someone than be loved. You know, it's, it's very, I mean, it's not that hard to have somebody loving you or somebody paying attention and caring about you, that could happen and it might not be mutual, necessarily mutual. It's very hard to love somebody, to genuinely love somebody. So I think the lesson number one is that you actually experience that. And, and congratulations because you're not exactly. dead. Keep it with your, <laughs> keep, keep it inside you and go a little bit deeper and you might realize that. Love is something else, and you will, I'm sure you will experience that. Okay, I'm sorry, by the way. Yeah, it's we're It's never sorry. nice to be. Especially in the new year with all this going on. If we could hang out, we'd we ask you to hang out with us. Yeah. But we're not, we can't see anyone. We're in a fucking bubble. We are. We're in a bubble. Over here looks like a football team <laughs> camp. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I hated you last week and it was like I mean, really two days ago, pretty much. Tough being still in the remember, bubble yeah. and that we love each other and it feels so much better. It's not normal. To it see. literally took you like a good morning and a hug to just break that. It's not normal to spend this much time with someone else. 
and with their mother. <laughs> yeah, and with my mom. <laughs> Sorry. God to... bless her. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> It's safe to say we're ready to leave 2020 behind and set new intentions for this year. So whether you're ready to jumpstart a lifestyle change or be more mindful of what you're putting into your body, Sakara makes it easy. If you follow me on Instagram, you see Sakara on there often. It is a wellness company rooted in the transformative power of plant-based food. Their organic ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-rich ingredients and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Their menu of creative chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners changes weekly, so you will never get bored, and it's delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S. Along with delicious plant-based meals, Sakara also offers daily wellness essentials for optimal nutrition. Sakara's supplement packs called The Foundation and their Metabolism Super Powder, which I use every morning in my smoothie, deliver support for gut health, energy, immunity, and healthy skin. Sakara has received rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, The New York Times, and more. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash best or enter code best at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash best to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash best. Okay, next question. I am about to turn 28. And I've That's never great. been in a serious relationship. God bless you. I've lived in LA and I've been here for a while. <laughs> Sounds like a great scenario. <laughs> Can you not? Being single never affected me. Stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm pregnant. So your like threshold for I, making I jokes can, is that's much. That's why I can't do that now. These are like pretty much married people jokes. Okay. Being single never affected me until now because all of my girlfriends were also single and we spent our early to mid-20s going out and having a good time, which I miss very much. I, that's me personally. None <laughs> of us were... too? <laughs> yeah, bro, I <laughs> miss like getting drunk and hanging out with my girlfriends and being flirting. What is wrong with you? I'm joking, by the way. I used to be so We don't cool want to be insensitive about... Now everyone is settled down with partners and moving out of LA and I'm the last single girl. A tale, a tale as old as time. <laughs> I've been dreaming, praying, and hoping for a love as long as I can remember. I put my whole heart into my family and friends Careful and will do anything for the people that I love. I'm really craving a deep connection with someone and I feel I'm missing out on love. I have standards, but I feel like they aren't too high. And dropping with age. <laughs> Kidding. I swear I'm cute and fun. I've been feeling very lonely, especially with everything going on in the world, and I'm feeling the pressure of getting older. I also don't think it's a great look to potential boyfriends when I haven't really had a serious relationship, although I consider my life experience and interpersonal connections vast. I've recently joined a dating app for the first time. Nothing great, but fingers crossed. What's a girl got to do to find love? Lonely in LA. B.S. Congratulations on your sweet baby. Oh. Okay. Um, wait, how old were was I when we met? Five years ago. So two we are two years. I'm thirty five. I mean I'm thirty four. So you were twenty. Yeah, I was the same age. You were 20, yeah, you were. Yeah. You're also, fine. Also I, I think not to make her feel better. I mean, it is to make her feel better, but 
I think that LA is kind of tough. LA is tough. New York is tough too. And those are the only two places yeah, I've New lived. York you can have, you can kind of. You can get, yeah, you can, you can. There's more places to pop around. I think, which is very not something I ever thought I would say, that I think like dating apps right now are like such an awesome, incredible, amazing fucking option. And oh my God, I just was talking to someone yesterday who got on Raya and met someone like the first two days of being on the app and it's four months later and they're engaged in the middle of COVID. So, you know, I think it's, I think a lot of people are on their phones right now. So I would, having a dating app right now, I think is just a complete blessing and having internet and a phone is a complete blessing during this time. On top of that, what I did before I met Davide. And by the way, I'm like you. I'm someone who's like so fun, was always going out, had my crew and everybody started getting married. And I was the single girl at all of the weddings and was like, also like not even invited to be a bridesmaid. So I would be with like all the husbands at the bar. And it was always very embarrassing seeing all the same families at the wedding and then being like, oh, you're here alone. And being like, yeah, I'm here alone. And it started, you know, kind of getting to me. But... I kept thinking to myself, like, I'm not like, that's this just like life doesn't work this way. Like everyone finds someone. You just have to have that like glimmering hope. And like you, I am someone who's just like always wanted love and had really long single stretches. And during those single stretches, I always went through this panic where I was like, oh my fucking God, I'm going to be single forever. And if you followed me on Instagram for a long time, that was like my shtick. And... Nothing is worse. Nothing is like more of a like boy repellent or partner repellent than being desperado for some love. So I had to really pivot and figure the fuck out what was like the best way to set that intention, but not be like a thirsty hooker, which I was sometimes, but, you know, making sure that I was doing like the right thing to attract the right energy. And so what I would do, which my friend who I haven't seen in a long time, Casey, told me, is that I would lay in bed at night and I would say, whoever you are out there, I hope that you had the best day. I hope that you have such a good job that you love. I hope that you're healthy. I hope that you're doing things every day that make you happy. I hope that you love your family. I hope you're Italian. <laughs> And I hope you're doing everything to prepare yourself for the right moment when we are supposed to meet. And it was such a lovely way to go to sleep. It was such a lovely, gentle intention that wasn't selfish. It was something that was, that felt very selfless. And the more I would do it, the more I would kind of like accidentally kind of see this figure in my head. And then after meeting you, I was like, wow, it was like, I think it's pretty it's very similar. I think that was a nice way to feel confident and cool and calm and like know that felt like I was actively doing something to find someone without being intense. You know what I mean? Yeah, and 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 I think it's also good. I mean, you should really think about yourself right now. And and I don't believe in like you can't plan that. You can't plan on falling in love. No, also then all of a sudden you get married and your life isn't yours anymore. Exactly. So being able so to careful enjoy about it. what you wish. Like no, don't say that. I'm joking. 
But I think that it's it has to be organic. And ultimately, I agree with you on the fact that picking on that energy of like, damn, I'm 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 single and I don't want to be single no more, is not a good way to attract people. It's not attracting and. I think really it's a tough time enjoy. It's, it's not yeah, a real, it's, it's not a, the right. It's not an easy time for. It is a tough time, but I would say, this is really like these moments are the last times of your life where you're going to be able to be alone and do whatever you want. So if you if you can pivot your, there is somebody out there for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure about it. One hundred percent. So if you can pivot your thought to being so like, enjoy, I'm just going to enjoy this time alone. Enjoy it till. Yeah. Because one day. You might miss it. Yeah. Because one day you wake up and there's a snoring Italian and, you and two name the dogs. <laughs> Game over. <laughs> and it's pretty easy getting married. And after the, I think after the wedding is all one, you know, marriage and babies and. You all come in place. Your whole shtick of like joking about like not. I am a happily married man waiting for a baby. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> chilling, man. I'm just saying. Everything will eventually happen very, the event. It is very weird. I feel like there should be a like a course or some sort of preparation or some sort of like mandatory therapy that they give you when you're getting married to prepare you for like what you were and what you will become. We are actually thinking to start <laughs> oh an encyclopedic book in we, 12 volumes. We could be. That's not, that's not an idea. I would never do that. But. No, just giving advice uh, on how to transition actually, into marriage. a book I would like to suggest to you talking about that. And the book is called A Different, a Different Theory of Love. And it's written by three doctors that scientifically, um, how you say, scientifically analyze and write it down how love, uh, how that happened in your body. It's a great book. It's it's a fantastic book. It's mm. it's pretty, pretty interesting. Is it here? I enjoy it. Excuse me? Do we have a copy here? Yeah, I have it somewhere downstairs. Or Let's read it. Did you know more people are virtual dating now than they were before COVID? Crazy, right? With so much alone time, people are really looking to connect and find their person. And they're doing it on the dating app OkCupid. In fact, you are 50% more likely to get into conversation on OkCupid now compared to before lockdowns. OkCupid is famous for matching people on what matters most to them, from food to the type of relationship they want to politics. They ask you really thoughtful and provoking questions to get to the heart of who you are and what type of person you're looking for. A whopping 93% of people on OkCupid are virtual dating right now. So it's a great time to download the OkCupid app. And it's free. Meet someone great on OkCupid without having to leave your couch. Download OkCupid today. So I am in a happy and healthy relationship with an amazing guy. He's 24 and I'm 31, which doesn't bother him or I whatsoever. Cheers. The one thing I wanted to ask you guys about is the recent realization I've had regarding our future. Being that he's seven years younger, 
I do sometimes fear we won't want the same things at exactly the same time when it comes to having children. I'm in no rush to have children at the moment, but I do feel like my biological clock is ticking as my 30s progress. He expressed he wants a family one day too. Any advice on how to manage this so it doesn't become too much stress in a relationship? He means a lot to me and I would appreciate your guidance. Okay, I'm going to say this really quick. Oh my gosh, she signed it the cougar with baby fever. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. This is like what pisses me off because there's about just like society in general is, which is like the basis of like so many books and sex, just like everything is that like all of a sudden a woman in her thirties becomes someone who's like, wait, my clock is ticking and you have this feeling like you're like a fucking time bomb. And that is because our system does not provide us with any sort of fucking answers. So if we had like a normal gynecological system who in your early 20s gave you basic tests that your insurance covers to let you know like how many eggs you have and if you're in like a good position physically or if there's any issues going on, like if you had all that information at a young age, you wouldn't even have to go through these thoughts of like my clock is ticking because you would be like, I'm in a fucking great place. Like I don't even want to start trying until I'm in my late 30s. So first and foremost, for you personally... I would get a modern fertility test. First and foremost, what you are, uh, I would just enjoy it. Let's start it from there. I think you, No. I think, no, but I, I got your point. It's a valid one. No, I'm saying for her personally. No, for sure. If she doesn't want to worry about it, I would get a modern fertility test. I, I think, I think. It helps. It, for because sure. Because then no. you don't have to worry about anything. Like do that for yourself as a woman. And then you're, and then you know okay, cool. Like my body's in a good, healthy place. And then you don't have to put any weird pressure on your relationship. I think to the point that the age different, it is true that you guys are not that far apart, but you are on a stage of your life where you started thinking about different things. And I remember how I was at 24. I wasn't a uh, immature man, a young man, but yeah, my my thoughts were somewhat else. And I think it's natural and organic. I will just be focused on your relation. I will be focused on the good things that this man, your partner, is providing you. I will start with that. I will not I will not go that deep and, and putting and putting yourself like some 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 you don't have to go deep if you have access to information. That is your right as a woman. I'm, I'm and you, I don't think you can have an that. opinion that a, on that. that. Okay. I'm just, and I wasn't talking about that. I let you talk about that, which I think you give a great answer. I'm just saying on their dynamics as a couple will arrive the moment that you might face two different will and time and it, it, it's, it's a sensitive thing. You just, just have to have an honest just, conversation about it. Correct. And 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 starting to understand if this is the right person to plan your future. And but that's a tough step, one because you know? I can understand how hard it would be to be in okay. a happy relationship with someone that's wonderful, you know, and everything's going great right now. And then it's this weird. On the other hand, I will just, I was trying to say, on the other hand, I will just also enjoy it and, and leave your relation 
Yeah, I would definitely you know, right? enjoy like, it, I, but I, I do think paranoid sh- and and I would not be paranoid and and putting like myself obstacles in my mind, you know, like, like yeah. And I think the I mean? best way to eliminate any sort of like what ifs is handling ready. handling you know your own stuff and then having yeah. like an honest conversation Correct. with him. Correct, I agree. Twenty four. That's great. Also, thirty one dating at twenty four. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> for both of That's them. That's what I was trying to say. If like, I was 31, like, being able to have like a 24 year old boyfriend would be yeah. fucking awesome. It is awesome. You know? like, also, you can tell him that in the next <laughs> six or eight years, his body's going to change. Why don't you send him a week? Davide will email you a before and after for 24. Like a lot of weird things. His metabolism is going to slow down. A lot of things are going to happen. You know, like, so enjoy. Davide will send you a a photo at 24 and a photo at, a photo now. So you can, uh. (laughs) Have a reference. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next one. I've been with my boyfriend for over a year and a half. We met three months after I moved to LA and have been inseparable. We both fell hard and fast for each other. Less than a year in, I said that we were moving too fast and he needed some more me time because we were spending every day together. He was resistant, but it worked out really well for both of us. That was not an easy subject to bring up and I'm happy that we grew from that. But now his lease is ending and I don't think I'm ready to move in with him. I really value my personal time and clean space and he doesn't really understand why I value that so much. I would also say... I'm not traditional and don't plan on getting married. Would love your guys' perspective. Am I being unreasonable with the natural progression of long-term relationships? Or can I just stay true to my feelings about not wanting to share a space with my partner yet? P.S. He has a roommate and cannot afford to live on his own. I have my own apartment. The P.S. was a little bit aggressive. uh, um, I would like to say, and then I will let you, that, I feel that once you are focused on those aspects, something yeah. is off. In you the should sense be like that, dying to live with him. Yeah. And and I think I was young and I lived in New York and I was in a relation and we both had our separate apartment. And back then I hate it. I'm like, why? Why doing that? Today, looking back, I'm like, that was probably the best thing happened to us and to me. And I agree with you. Personal space and and time and it is something that we need and deserve. So unless you guys are not planning you know, to, to move forward in life with more serious decisions, I would happily keep my... Mm-hmm. roommate and <laughs> trying to and keep your own apartment yeah and keep my own apartment or a room or whatever you, I love you yeah? having my own apartments so much I loved living alone I like still at times think about how cute my little routine was I'm like getting home from work and making them yeah, my little like awesome. dinner for myself and mm-hmm. taking a long bath and being, it makes you a better and being person, quiet actually. I mean I love right? that and I do, and, and like, I love that so much, so intensely for 
like 10 years of my adult life. And now when Davide is like in his office for two hours, I'm like, why are you so far away from me? And, and, and that is a sign. <laughs> it's a sign. Like, like you said before, like I said before that unless you are not at the stage in the relation and in life, then I will not force it and saying, oh, we should live together just to. Because you're going to, if you're not dying to live with him and you. It's not a good solution. It is going to be bad. It's actually going to affect the relation and you guys are going to regret. So keep You're going to regret it more than he's going to regret it. Keep your apartment and. Going to be all up in your apartment making a mess of shit. And you're going to be like, get the fuck out of my apartment. Lockdown again. (laughs) Yeah, during lockdown. Not wanna be. You're supposed to just work next to each other? No. No, no, no. We're lucky. We, I would say we're lucky, but I would also say that I miss the feeling of, and love my roommate, but I miss the feeling. Living alone? Of my apartment. My Me little too. Space, like you said. It's a when nice, I look at Cam's little part, like her little house in Echo Park, so I'm so jealous of Cam. I'm always like, ugh. Our friend Cam, she has Halcyon Hotel and makes the best homemade candles. And she's she has the, she's the cutest, cutest little like how it's because I call it a little boyfriend. I call it the little beach bungalow. It's, it looks like a little beach bungalow, but it's not anywhere near the beach. And it has like full sunshine. She's got like a little closet and a little mm. living room and just like the perfect yeah. little kitchen and like it's little cup. It's so small, but she'll set it up all it's the way. It's just fabulous, and I miss my little apartment I, I, I with all my actually, stuff. I would like to give a different perspective. Um, I remember when I moved here from New York and already back then we were like, you know, we wanted to, to spend our life together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I remember walking into your apartment in Venice beach in your bungalow and being like, God damn it. Like I remember the day that I moved in my clothes and I took part of the clothes and mm-hmm. you were so nice. You brought the console for me and mm-hmm. put my, you know, like, I was a little bit like, oh my I remember God, you never walking told the dog and not, at the afternoon when like, you were fuck. at the office after work. And I would be like, damn, am I, and remember then I put my car in the garage and you had all your furniture. We had to take off the <laughs> stuff. So I'm like, I felt a little bit breaking your space and being sorry. You yeah, did? A little bit. Because I knew that you... Oh, I thought you that. were saying that you, it made you miss your you living no, alone. No, no. I, I was just feeling oh, a little no, bit sorry. Oh, no, I loved sharing my like, space with you. And that's why I didn't move anything. Remember, I loved I sharing my space and, with you. And then we bought it the little thing, at, like <laughs> the, the console. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's We it's fit a, so nicely into that tiny little place. It's a process you guys got to do together and you got to feel it's not about rent. And I know it's tough right now, but I will... Yeah, I'm making those decisions based on rent living and stuff. On a little room that just, you know. Mm-hmm. And listen, have that conversation with him and don't sacrifice your gut feeling and your happiness. Great. And it's good that you were able to move past what's already happened gracefully. That shows like such strength in your relationship. And hopefully this will grow. Just, you know, hopefully you can have that conversation and move past it just as gracefully. But, you know, those are, this is the shit. This is like relationships have these moments. This is why they're relationships because you can't just, you can't sacrifice you like, you know, relationships are a sacrifice, but if your gut feeling is telling you 
keep my space and I don't want to do this, you got to honor that. It'll backfire. Capito? I agree. Okay, next one. All right. My question to you guys is, how did you know you were meant for each other? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Should we keep this question for the next podcast and just doing it? No, no, no. There's more. I'm 27 years old and I've been in a four-year relationship with my boyfriend. I love him and he truly brings out the best in me, but due to my religion or due to religious differences, I don't know if marriage is in the books for us. He's Jewish and I'm Buddhist. I don't have a problem with it, but his religious practice, if we do end up getting married, I'll have to convert, which is not something I want for myself. We've talked about it a couple of times, but never really came to a conclusion. Part of me doesn't know if we are just buying time or if we truly stand a chance. I would love to hear your thoughts and advice. No. God, I just... It's interesting. It is. I mean, it's so... This is so common. And I can't imagine if you were Jewish. I'm Italian. It's very close. (laughs) I mean, it is. Different division. But, But I can't imagine meeting someone... I mean, I can. And then just having to like convert to another religion. I would. I would do that. But, I, I, but if, I, it, it's, if it's something that you I don't want to do. like that guy. I think that before getting married, I didn't necessarily th- believe that marriage was the only way. Um, and when I, when I was with you without us being married, I had confirmed of that. Your love and your relation doesn't need to have that. I it doesn't need to be framed by a wedding or by a ceremony or by a marriage, in my opinion. And I think that you guys, the suggestion that we give it to you, and I have few friends that went through that. You know, living in New York, living in London, like living in big big cities. That's something that. Happen. I will say that live it and enjoy it. And I will say you to you guys, my my advice is that you guys got each other and it's about you. It's mm-hmm. not about his family, it's not about your family, it's not about his religion, it's not about your religion. I think that I would rather pray my God than respect that and keeping my religion and keeping what I believe in it rather than convert to just be with somebody just really? because that is the rule. Mm, mm-hmm. If it would be my only option, of course, if, if, if that would be my only option, but I respect her saying it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that really works for me. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's so refreshing to hear someone say, I don't know if I believe in marriage, you know, because it's, it's just nice to not, it's nice that you have come to that conclusion for yourself and that you're not ashamed of it. Well, think about it. it what it would change if today we would not be married? Nothing. Nothing. But what if this guy's whole family... And that's when I say that he... That, that you know? My, my mother used to say something very nice to me all the time. What would she say? I remember my brothers going to her and asking her, what do you think? What do you think about her? What do you think about her? Do you like her? Do you like her? <laughs> and it was the only one that I never asked her opinion about yeah. a woman and she would be asking me so do you like this girl but she likes you why don't you talk to me about it like she was 
because I was the only one that would not bring my business to her. Mm-hmm. And she would answer to my brothers, guys, I don't know if I like her, but you sleep with her. <laughs> yeah, you must <laughs> like her. So I would be focused on that. And ultimately, if he loves you, yeah, and his family, I'm sure, loves him. You just have to have that conversation. They will understand. For sure. Yeah. But I would not let that separate me from somebody I love. Yeah, and totally. Also, um, for the record, Carmela loved me. She did. A lot. I don't want to get emotional. <laughs> I loved her too. Okay. Without speaking the same language, actually. It was what? Without speaking the same language. You and yeah, her. she and I had our own language. It was insane. Wasn't that weird? No. I actually found it very primordial. <laughs> no, I didn't find it weird. I found it primordial too. I found it, yeah, I found it very, very natural. Very natural. Okay, next question. Long time listener all the way from down under. Thank you. We should go to Australia. Don't you think it looks so beautiful there? Everyone's so... Nice Australians are very attractive. Happy. Yeah, they're all very attractive. Maybe we, should, maybe we should not go there. Yeah, we'll keep it away <laughs> if we can. <sighs> okay, the last guy I dated was 100% my person, the guy I'm meant to be with. I felt it from the moment we met, except COVID made it difficult for him to commit to me after losing his job and having his life turned upside down. I didn't care at all about that because I fell in love with him so quickly. I wanted to support him through whatever. There was nothing I wouldn't do for him or be there for him through. But as a man... I think he found it hard to try to be anything for anyone because his pride took such a hit. We realized the timing was just bad. I am so broken without him. Why is this making me so emotional? Can you even, I won't even comment. I feel like I lost my person and I don't know if he will come back to me. I don't feel that any man will make the choice to be with me. And I am coming to terms. Why? I don't feel that any man will make the choice to be with me. I can't stop repeating that because why would you say that about yourself? You should remove that from the email. You shouldn't, that shouldn't even be in your brain thoughts. Okay, moving on. And I'm coming to terms with that more and more every day and it's starting to scare me. My question is, how do you accept and move on when the person you love does not love you back? Girl, you got to get that negative thought out of your head. So she thinks he's her person, but... Because due to the current situation, mm-hmm. he had to let it he go. He said it's for not a good time. Some reason. Um, this has nothing. I would like it for you to answer, and then I would like it to give my men. Um, oh yeah, okay. Perspective, which is probably I, how we should be answering we all these that. fucking questions. We went through that. Yeah, yeah, we went through that. Here's what Pia did when Davide was dumping her because this month, yeah, that's a because he no. was not. Felt like he was not in the right place and timing was bad. I did a lot of stupid things, which I will avoid talking about publicly. But you know what I did? And it was actually, I think, a very mature, smart thing of me. I, well, I did a lot of crazy shit. Like I would like get drunk and message him. But in between those crazy moments, because I would wake up being like, that is my person. Like this is my person. But... I would also say to myself, there's nothing I can do right now. And in between, 
this time and when we end up together, I am going to enjoy my life because I know that I will be with Davide and these are the last moments that I'm going to be single. So I went on dates with a bunch of people that I (laughs) wasn't very interested in. But also I think dating is like a healthy thing, but I'm sorry because I have COVID. Excuse me, I'm so tired because of my the baby sucking all my energy out of my body. So focusing on other things, working out, not being super self-destructive, having so much fun, going on dates, being on dating app, all that stuff really helped keep my mind off of it while always knowing you know, be having him being the first thing I thought about every morning and the last thing I thought about before I went to bed. And I just would journal a lot and I set a lot of intentions and I had to really come to the conclusion that like, I hope this person is my person and I just have to like know and feel in my guts that it'll turn around and be this way. But if not, like I need to start practicing what it's like to kind of just like be out there and live without him, which was like where the dating and all that other stuff came into play. And It was a very, it was a good thing. So I'm going to say some stuff that might freak you out. But pray to Angel Gabriel to speak on your behalf to him. Davide's rolling his eyes. (laughs) But the little angels that I pray to, and I would pray, like, you have to speak on my behalf. Like, Davide has to know how much I love him. And I think it worked. I mean, we're together. Um, And just know that like, there's nothing that you can do right now other than be your best self and try to be patient. I'm really sorry. I would like to say, I would like to add to that. I'm totally, uh, totally agree on a lot of things that, that you said. From a man perspective, I would like not to lie to you and, telling you that I didn't pay very high price on giving it up and dropping what was defining me to to follow my wife and to follow love and to follow what I thought was my person. But if that is the only choice, I don't want to, I choke, I, f- I feel this, this question, you should really, you should really consider it, whatever it takes. And it might takes a little bit of, to be a little bit, maybe less proud than you would like to be. And not necessarily, that will not necessarily make you less man of what you are. I'm trying to say that it's something you guys have to to process together, you got to hear his perspective and he should hear yours. And ultimately, if he, if he doesn't meant to be, we'll be together no matter what. I don't know if that makes sense what I, what I said, but I remember going through that this season as a man and you really, you really helped me through that process. If it wouldn't be with you, if it would not be for this, Mm-hmm. I think we would have not be together today. We both believe that that was the right season at the right time. And, and you had to come to that on your own. Like you can't, 
Like she can't sure. like message him and be like, you know what I mean? No, like I agree. No, for sure. It you has have to, to like be, give him. You got to feel that that is. You got to be really cool. You got to be ready. It. And that's why I say pay high the price, but you got to be ready to, to put yourself like to compromise, to. It takes, it takes a minute. It takes a lot. I of- also want to address what you said about feeling like no one else is going to be with you because that's like a really dark, insane thought that needs to be out of your head immediately. And is like putting bad and horrible energy out into the world. And you should take this time to think about why you said that and make sure that you like loving this person is not because you think that you like he's like the only one like that no other man I is going to be totally with you. I totally agree on that. It scares me that you said that for you because that's not true. I don't know you, but I can tell you right now that's not true. Everyone has a person that's supposed to be their person. Absolutely. And maybe and not be the right person for you. Start yeah. thinking about that. The person will come. Yeah. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Yeah. I feel it. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also, I just Googled you and you look really fun in your profile picture. Yep. Should we keep it <laughs> less <laughs> sorry? A little detached. <laughs> huh? She does. Yeah. She looks so fun. We'll invite you for dinner for sure. <laughs> you be I wish we could invite every I wish this was like a live <gasps> Oh. Yeah, that could be very cool. My God. When this is over, we need to do a live QA. For sure. How fun would that be? A lot of papers, but I think it would be very fun. A lot of papers? You can't just invite a stranger on something like this. What are you talking about? Papers in the sense. No, Amore, we do, you do, you get a space and you just do a live Q&A. We do daily at the supermarket. (laughs) No, you get a, what are you talking about? It's like anytime people do a and a a. we just do one together. Yeah. You you I'm so happy that you manage all that part. I can't you know, believe it's crazy how different we are that I just see everything as like a very easy thing to yeah. complete and you're it's like true. how are we possibly I'm a little bit slower on the- <laughs> Yeah. It's true. It, you are totally right. That's a cultural thing. I don't Italian Italians are very sl- are, are very slow. And I'm no, sorry that just, I... Uh, we have just a little bit... We process things in a different yeah, way. Yeah. You take yeah. a lot of time to process things. Yeah. Which is a great quality. Yeah. But it's different than... It's we not have. only time. I think it's also more of uh, the way we, we, we grew up and the way we are raised. And I mean, I hear the way you guys talk to each other and it's 45 minutes about one fucking yeah. thing. It's insane. We're very analytical. We're a little bit more analytical than... A lot of talk uh, about nothing. I mean, we're passionate and... But... Yeah, we process thing. We come from a, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to be the guy, you know, the Italian dude now. <laughs> okay. Talking about the whole country. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's well, a cultural thing. I agree. That was our last question. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No. This was great. I've been missing this. I just want to say that. Love is great. No. I love when you just talk that way. Well, that's great. But I just, <laughs> I just want to say that, oh, I'm getting, is this normal or is it because I'm pregnant? I think, I think it's a little bit of both. We got so many questions. That it's really great. nice. 
that everybody listens and that they ask those questions great. and that they trust what we're going to say, even though we don't really know what we're it, talking it, it about. It kind of makes me feel responsible a little bit. Like, <laughs> like at the end, to be able to put one of those words, it goes fast like the commercial, like, please take it away from the kids. And, <laughs> yeah, it also great. makes my heart, Joking it, like everybody just wants to be loved. And that, and it, that might be the title of our next something. Yeah. You know, like, and it makes me sad for everyone who's like in between. And being in love is so hard. And not being in love is so hard. And life is just really hard. But it's nice when we can all connect together. I think that, yeah, it's um, it's a time. It's a very, make me emotional too. It's a very. <laughs> we should stop now. It's a very sensitive time for the world. And yeah. I would like to say that. Love you. And love and. Thank you for trusting. The people, the people that loves you, and the people you love close to you. And thank you for trusting us. It's really nice. Makes my heart filled. I'm gonna do it again and again. <laughs> yeah, keep sending us questions and give us updates. Yeah, please, guys. I love when we get updates. <laughs> she actually does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she would call me screaming <laughs> from upstairs. You remember that guy, <laughs> that girl, that question? <laughs> okay. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. I mean it. Thank you. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao.